1: This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd
0: Vandenberg. And. Sing. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx again. It's Frozen too. So I, I'm. I'm Lee, and that's Todd. That's our show. Thanks wow. for um, yeah It's a great, great way to start.
1: Off the rails before the show starts. I think that's a record. That's no, right. actually, that's not a record. I think that's by like the eighth time.
0: Yeah, that's like it's, it's a matter of my, macro seconds. Macro? Yes. Micro?
1: And, I don't know. See, that's low. Well.
0: Mic- micro pe- pe- and
1: cheese or macro and cheese?
0: people listening to this podcast and and by people i mean me when i go back and listen to it and and i have gone to india several times lately according to our our numbers um we still have those people in india listening go cricket um so we really should bring up some indian news like you know just just for them because they're faithful listeners for whatever reason it's probably somebody at corporate office let's see what these guys are doing Checking sitting it. there, all long limbed like a young Jack Kerouac before he found his road. So I don't know why the Indians are doing that.
1: I have no idea why they're doing it. <laughs> makes no, that makes well, makes more sense than what we're going to say later. So I guess it fits.
0: Yeah, that's right. Totally fits. In. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Oh, so we're here, we're going to talk Seahawks. Obviously, this is a Seahawks podcast. If yeah. you listen to the intro, if you didn't listen to the intro, this is 12th Man Rising podcast. And you can read all our great stuff at 12manrising.com. So uh, also we'll talk whatever we talk about because we just kind of riff our way through this. But I want to start with this. But. Um, so the Seahawks, you know, they obviously, if, if you just woke up after a very long slumber, uh, the Seahawks traded Russell Wilson this offseason and picked what? up a bunch of draft picks. I know craziness. That is crazy. Yeah, so Russell Wilson and uh, a draft high-round draft pick, I think. I don't think I'm making that up. Anyway, to the Broncos, and then they got a bunch of stuff back. So this offseason seems to be the— A
1: bunch of stuff. He said, "Not like they got some packing crates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> did
1: chairs. That's well, actually, they probably did. Yeah, but, but uh, they, yeah, they did. They did many serviceable parts to create a better team.
0: They did, they did, and and they they aren't expected to be better in 2022 after trading the franchise best quarterback ever, right? So, uh, but they seem to be getting. I, I always." Feel like there's been like a uh, for a long while there's been oh Seattle you know they're you know how ESPN had them picked a, a couple years ago to be last or something whatever <laughs> in the division I mean there just seems to be a longstanding dislike for the Seahawks generally speaking and I'm not sure if it's because people don't like Pete Carroll because what it, I I have no idea what it is yeah um but that does seem to be like Pete Carroll dislike because you know it's oh you know they want to run the ball all the time, so they traded Russell Wilson. That's all Pete Carroll. Blah 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 blah. So anyway, I've seen all these articles, um, and like everybody has seen all these articles ranking like the rosters and stuff like that, and like how the Seahawks are going to be bottom third, uh, if not worse, um, like right. bottom four teams of the league, which is BS. I mean, they've still got tons of talent, and they're gonna they're gonna be better than people. They may not make the playoffs, but they're gonna playoffs, but they're gonna be a lot better, I think, than people expect them to be so there was a an article recently and it wasn't poorly written or anything like that but there was an an article nbc sports edge um put out this past week or this week whenever you're listening to it three months ago um about how john schneider is the 22nd ranked gm out of 27 because they didn't rightfully they didn't rank the the new gms because what's there to rank really right 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 but based on that, partly based on that, um, the the issue is that, okay, if you're not going to rank the newbies, then you're ranking Schneider's work over his tenure, is my thinking, right?
1: You would hope, yes.
0: Yeah, so they've got him ranked 22nd out of 27 GMs, which is ridiculous, in, in yes. my opinion, because, you know, they've what third most wins since 2010, third most playoff appearances – third most playoff wins they've won a super bowl he builds the team pete carroll coaches it and stuff like that so so anyway this this was NBC sports so i wrote an article just saying hey you know this is i said the the title of the article is seahawks john schneider gets hated by NBC sports i wrote it i mean it's a hyperbolic title i'll admit to that but you know it's a title So I post it, and then I I leave for whatever I'm leaving for. And then I come back to Twitter yesterday. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. So uh, the first thing I see is a guy named Denny Carter, who I saw the tweet. I didn't realize he actually wrote the NBC Sports article. So he retweets the article that I wrote, and his tweet says, Interesting argument here that trading Russell Wilson to Denver was a fine move because Russell Wilson – wasn't all that good anyway. Okay, so you read the article. Do you, <laughs> at, is yes. there anything?
1: seven times. Actually, the entire article just says, doesn't even mention Schneider, just says Russell Wilson wasn't any good anyway, over and over and over. Yeah, there, at no point does it even imply that. I mean, I'm pretty sure you actually stated franchise best quarterback ever, which you already did now, but I mean, it, it, that's in the article. But, you know, we've talked about this off and on. It's like so many people act as if, well, there was only one season in the NFL. It's this season. That's it. Completely ignoring, like yeah. you said, everything else that Schneider has done. And besides that, uh, what, what purpose did it serve to keep Russell Wilson?
0: Exactly, everyone, seems yeah. to,
1: everyone seems to miss the fact that with Russell Wilson, they were six and eight. How how is that a uh, how is that a playoff team? It wasn't with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. They were not a playoff team. Russell Wilson played horribly when he came back initially. Played better in the last couple games, but we already saw we saw in the first Rams game he wasn't getting the job done against the teams that you have to get it done. You know, right. I mean, end up not knocking Russell Wilson, just stating. What was the performance of the team with Russell Wilson? It wasn't playoff caliber, wasn't no. close to playoff caliber with Russell Wilson. So why on earth would you not move Russell Wilson when he's got value as an asset, as opposed to waiting until uh, like the Falcons did? And it's like, wait until you, man, you're you lucky if you get a third pick. Hey, you know, it, this was the time to move him. I'm still in a lot of ways. I'm not happy that they moved him, but he pretty much forced it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And going back to the whole thing about, oh, Pete wants to run the ball. like These are the same people who call up Pete for not running the ball in yeah, one exactly. particular situation. It's like, which is it? Right. Which is it? Come on now. A- yeah. As you've said, it's like, no, he's not run happy. It's like, right.
0: And the article is not at all about how Russell Wilson – is not a good quarterback. It has no, it's all to me. To do with it was it was about how John Schneider is not the 22nd best G out of 27, right? Because of his history, he's they've been far too successful in his tenure. So normally, normally I I just kind of leave these things. I, 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 you respond to things on Twitter, and uh, several of our other writers do, and you you don't do it like disparagingly, right? You do it. right. right.
1: You, you just do point it, out, okay, this is, what, this is what the article actually states. It's like, exactly. You should read the article, and then you'll see that. That's it.
0: Yep. So I, so I saw this tweet from <laughs> um, from Denny Denny Carter. And Denny Carter, like I don't have anything against the guy. He's, he's got a right. podcast. He he's, he's an intelligent person. His articles are well-written. It's not like it was poorly written. Um, know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. He's more than welcome to come on, on the podcast. Like I said, he, he followed us. He he tweeted that out and followed us. Boom. I followed him back. It's like, of course. Why not, right? That's respect. Right. Right. I just didn't like what he said in his tweet because it was erroneous, and he had retweeted it. And so I, I responded by saying, interesting take, not at all what the article says, but interesting takeaway. It simply points out a flaw in NBC Sports logic about playoff games being won and win, which is part of the article. Part of the reason he turned 22nd is that, uh, You know, in uh, yeah. Wilson's six of ten seasons, they won a playoff. Yeah, but they won most of the playoff games early on when the defense was good. It wasn't Wilson. And again, that's not disparaging yeah. towards Wilson. You, well, any the, good football team, you have to have a good offense and a good defense, right? They weren't winning games because of Russell Wilson and no other reason.
1: Yeah, the funny thing is, is that the article calls them out for trading away Russell Wilson and then points out that they're they're not performing up to par. Schneider wasn't performing up to par because of their playoff performance recently. Russell Wilson is a key part of that, right? So how can you say, oh, it was a mistake to trade away the most important player on the team, which he most is. teams, it's going to be your quarterback, right?
0: Right. Unless you're with the 49 and,
1: and then and then call and the 49ers. And then call out the general manager for the playoff performance it's like wait a minute which is it
0: he built the team
1: are do the they team have good a enough bad to get to the postseason
0: now it's up to the quarterback moved, to win games
1: yeah and then they moved the quarterback who wasn't getting the job done and that's wrong dude
0: <laughs> i mean john i guess that's, john schneider should have played quarterback
1: yeah that's you know that's that's the problem is the inconsistency is like is there some validity to saying it's like well schneider could have done better in this area this area this area, this area. but you can't use that as part of the argument. He's not on the field, like you just said. Right. He puts the pieces together as best he can, and you're calling him out for mm-hmm. moving away a player who wasn't getting the job done. Yep. So I and I don't understand how you can logically say, well, that's a critical. And and again, like like we've been saying, it's like, is is this the last season in the NFL? Because if if it is, <laughs> well then yeah, you kind of screwed up because you have right. Probably not going to do well in the playoffs. But there's a 2024 season coming. 2025. You know, it's like.
0: Maybe. Heck? Let's not be too sure.
1: Yeah. not. Well, that's true. We could be on COVID-17 uh, by that point, in which case we're all gone. But, you know, it's this, this knee-jerk reaction. Like you said, is like, let's look at what happened this year. Ignore. and You know, and yeah, he went back to the past. And he's looking at playoff records. But again, he's not the guy in the field. Could they have had better drafts in the past? Absolutely. But by consensus, this has been their best draft in 10 years. So how exactly and how did they get that best draft? By moving an asset, the best asset they had, to do that. I I can't imagine what he thought of the Cleveland Browns move. (laughs) It's like, let's sign a guy who's under investigation to a $270 million guaranteed contract. Right. And alienate the quarterback who is perfectly serviceable so that there's no way he's going to stay. That's right.
0: And now he's battling it out
1: nothing for him.
0: Battling out in Carolina with uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Sam Darnold. I, that's, yeah, Sam Darnold. So, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> well, he's not coming to Seattle, surely not. I mean, they, yeah, whatever. But um, anywho, so so these are that's he responded. He didn't really respond to anything. Ah, uh, Denny Carter because then it just it got kinda kinda weird. So not with Denny Carter but with some of the other tweets. Like there was actually one tweet that said uh this was this was a response to Denny Carter just from someone else. It just said you just said Russell Wilson wasn't good on your NBC podcast yesterday and Denny Carter said, I know I'm not being consistent. But oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, I'm not blaming Denny that's Carter.
1: A, that's a good admission.
0: Because he I, is hundred percent yeah, 100%. <laughs> most people wouldn't. Weird. Most people wouldn't even respond to it. So oh, good time. Exactly. So yeah, and then, all
1: yeah. credit is due. But dude, it's like, why would you write the article and say, ah, the GM's terrible when it's like,
0: <laughs> yep. it's not
1: consistent at all.
0: And then, and then someone responded. Someone else responded, to, uh, said um, to Denny Carter, um, after he retweeted our article, yeah. said, imagine thinking Russ hasn't carried poorly built Seahawks teams since 2015. Pete has never, in capital letters, won more than seven games without Russ. This playoff, this playoff losses are on, I don't know what that means. These playoff losses are on Carroll and his issues with conservative game plans and playoff games, period. To which someone responds by saying to this person who, who tweeted that, buddy, please watch the Rams 2020 playoff game and tell me that Pete is the reason they lost. I'm begging you. <laughs> first first of all pete's had two seasons right without Russ, so let's throw those out that's when the team was being rebuilt into a championship caliber team by john schneider but one of the responses was um and and i we have since followed this uh person back at so at solus report it's uh it's a podcast but his his Tweet in response to Denny Carter was something curious about the author Lee Vowell with one L by the way. His <laughs> first his first name is mostly vowels and I don't get and don't get me started on his last name. And then someone responded to that by saying Lee Vowell again with one L is definitely a made up name. I can't decide if this was posted blah, blah blah and so <laughs> so I I I couldn't well, let that go. Vowel
1: with one L is a made yeah. up name.
0: Them. My, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So my response was, it would definitely in capital letters be a made up name because Lee Val isn't the name. Leval Val with two L's, is. and then and the guy responds, he's like, nice try, but that's even more suspicious. What's the extra <laughs> L for? Oh this God. is the most suspicious name on earth. I hope and, he
1: was. I I pray he was just being half silly. joking
0: fun, yes. Me too. So that's why I responded with, "To answer the question about the extra L, I would need to ask my long ago ancestors. They probably got greedy when L's are being handed out. I would also like to ask them why my family couldn't have been taller." And, <laughs> and then, he, and then he says, uh, "Lee's all right with me. I, I have, I have decided Denny is wrong as usual." And I said, "It's okay. I, most of the time, I post and I, I read an article blindly and I think this guy's an idiot and realize it's something I wrote." So I mean <laughs> it all ended fine that's but I'm like I'm like first nice of all thought. if you're reading the, if you're reading the article thank you if first of right. all if you're thank reading you. the article but it, if you respond with a tweet that has my name misspelled I don't take it personally but I'm thinking how well did you read the article you didn't even get my name correctly yeah like, eh. it's just a, I guess my point in all this isn't to disparage any of these people. They, that ended up being a nice conversation with everything and they read the article and thank you for that. And if you're listening to this podcast, thank you for that. But at the same time, if you do what we do as Nathan would call a job, um, <laughs> if if you do what we do, it gets a little old that so much response is uh, poorly written, just hate basically, or whatever. I usually don't respond to people good or bad if they say anything, but I'm just like, you know, that's part of the the social media world we live in where people, I mean, you can just dis- dislike what I write. I don't, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not the best writer in the world. And I, my ideas are not a hundred percent correct by any stretch of the imagination, but at least, yeah, at least if you're going to respond, just make it constructive, say, uh, you know what? You're an idiot. And here's why that's fine. But I mean, people are like, who cares? It's like, well, you, Just spent brain cells writing that tweet.
1: Sure. I've had, yeah, and I've had discussions on Twitter about about articles. I mean, constructive discussions where it's like, I
0: think you need to yell into the phone a little bit more here.
1: (laughs) I have had constructive discussions via Twitter, you know, about someone criticizing an article, but legitimately, they had cause to. And like, okay, well, okay, this is, maybe I misstated this, or wow, I didn't think about that. You're right. But when they clearly don't read the article, it's like,
0: you know what? Exactly.
1: Read the article, which is funny because a lot of times other people will say, it's like, yeah, you should at least read the article because it's clear they didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, that's – but nice that that at least ended up as, as a nice little package. And it's interesting, and I'm sure – not not that we do clickbait because – I, as we've been accused of at times, but – we don't, but it's nice. That's yeah,
0: another thing. I Sorry to interrupt. That's oh. another thing I, I really don't like is when people say clickbait. I mean, they do it to everybody, but they'll be like clickbait. Okay, it's like, do you know what clickbait is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, again, you might no. hate the article, but it's not clear. If it says, you know, Leval is an idiot and here's why. And then it's about Todd and then it's clickbait. But if it's Leval's an idiot and here's why. And it's about Leval being an idiot. Then that's not clickbait.
1: Fine. I just got an idea for a new article.
0: Um, <laughs> I wonder if that would. <laughs> how many views that. You should post that. Pullman <laughs> Rising, Blue Owls is an idiot. Here's why. <laughs> like
1: 80,000 views. Oh, 100 <laughs> easy today. Um,
0: geez. Pete Carroll first, even tweeted it out. It's like, oh, thanks.
1: First response, Denny Carter. was <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really agree with that. I think he's more of a moron. Um, <laughs> but,
0: Which I'm okay with the word moron. It's when you call me. I almost said something else.
1: Yeah, don't say anything else. Because um, <laughs> we're in Australia.
0: That's right. Uh, we're we're live. I'm too lazy to edit the show, so it's whatever <laughs> happens.
1: <laughs> whatever happens happens. Yeah, people can be odd. I had a had an encounter. I, I ride public transportation, A.K.A. the bus, to work, and catching the second bus. On the way in, this happened a few days ago, and this guy is walking across from a 7-Eleven with a can of an alcoholic beverage in his hand. And that he's was ranting me. And raving. It was Lee. And ranting and raving and complaining, I can't believe they did this with many expletives, which I cannot use here. If <laughs> uh, if we, if, Next time we do uh, Nikki X, I'll recount the story verbatim. But basically, he's complaining because he took the bus all the way up to work, construction job. And they said, no, we don't need you today. And I'm thinking… Probably because you're pretty obviously already like three quarters lit, relatively hammered. However, you want to put that
0: hammered. ironic to use for construction job. <laughs> good call. Good call.
1: Um, so, and he keeps on. He's like, oh, and I just, yeah, that's that's really bad. And he's he's not being hostile by any means, not towards me. He's just like really upset about the situation and continues to drink. He's like, man, you know, that's why you got to drink. Sometimes you just got to drink in the morning. he's Like. Yep, totally get it. Feel bad for you. Well, here's my bus. And, of course, he's getting on that bus, too. And he continues the conversation (laughs) loudly. And I tell him a few times, just, you know, you got to lower your voice. you got to lower, dude. And I don't really care much about politics. But what do you think about Mike Biden? I can't understand. This guy broke his leg first day on the job. And he's like, okay. (laughs) That's not actually a fact. And even if he had really wouldn't have any bearing on his ability to perform his job and uh, he, you know he continues as well I don't, you know i don't really care for trump but you know and i say <laughs> okay why didn't you like trump why didn't you like trump he's like mm, here are the reasons and just go through a litany of some of the charges he's faced right and well why would you want biden 40 years of public service he says well okay but tell me why you like him it's like and he louder and louder it's like dude if you want to have a conversation you have to listen and you have to quiet down. And he says, well, I can't vote because i got two felonies. And I look at him and say, well, whose fault would that be? <laughs> you know, and I was like, well, that was mine. And he gets louder again. He's like, all right, dude, you want to have a conversation? You're not political, but you're having a political conversation. And he don't want to <laughs> listen. So this one's over. And I go up towards the front, and he yells louder and louder. And again, he's not angry at any point. But he's just so freaking loud. Like,
0: and intoxicated. Sorry.
1: Yes, and intoxicated. So, lady stops the bus, says, You have to get off. He won't get off. And we're waiting for the cops to show up and said, If I can get him to quiet down, can we keep going? Because I kind of want to get to work. So I go back and say, Dude, you're going to get thrown off. You got to be quiet. Okay, I'll be quiet. Like, oh my God. Then I just had <laughs> two more stops. So I don't know if he actually made it the next four stops because that's all that was left. He's
0: probably still on that bus.
1: He might be. Like, oh my God. Going, going back to the concept of people who <laughs> don't listen, don't think critically, don't understand how I don't know life works. I was <laughs> like, yeah, probably, dude. Uh, which has nothing yeah. to do with the Seahawks, because I'm pretty sure John Schneider doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't do that. Show up, lit, get sent home. Well, I don't understand why that. Yeah, <laughs> probably <laughs> because he made some. Well, hell. A lot of errors, buddy. A lot of errors, but jeez, man.
0: Yeah. I hey, mean
1: John, John
0: Schneider is not perfect. I mean it's, it's not I'm not no. saying he's the I'm not saying he's the best Jim, but he's. Kind I mean, just based on the level of success the Seahawks have had since two thousand ten, it seems like he would be I mean, top ten. You know, yeah. I mean but twenty second I mean it's just like right. I mean I, I mean, you know, he, he's made mistakes. I mean, Pete Carroll and he have made mistakes. They took way too long to have the kind of draft that they had yes. apparently had this year. They should have had that several years and kept the team going. Right. But, I, I mean, at some point, it, it was a break. Now, you know, if they end up tanking, if they end up being the Lions for the next 40 years or whatever, then we're going to look back on this and be like, yeah, well, it was kind of stupid to trade Russell Wilson. But I don't think that's going to happen because, they, they again, since 2010, they've had this level of success, and it hasn't always been because of Russell Wilson. First few years with Russell Wilson, it wasn't because of Russell Wilson. Exactly. So you have to trust trust the process. I know that's an overused phrase, but it's still true. But you do, um, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they've, they seem to – it was brave of them to trade Wilson when they did. A lot of teams wouldn't have. They would have just held on to him. And then, like the Falcons, they would have been like, oh, I guess we'll trade Matt Ryan now. Right. Now, the yeah. team is co- completely awful. Right. And not. And no, no not, offense to Matt Ryan.
1: Exactly. But like I said, I waited too long on that one. If you're going to pull the trigger, you should have pulled the trigger on that a long time ago. Now, I was like, nothing. And I have no idea if Denny Carter was one of the people who, you know, for three or four years, would say, no, Seahawks really need to trade Russell Wilson. Probably not. I'm assuming no, he wasn't.
0: That was Denny McLean, not Denny Carter. I can see why Denny McLean. I'm What's placing a bet happened? on this. I got yeah. some. <laughs> placed it with Pete
1: um, and not Pete Carroll. <clears throat> yeah. But so many people, you know, it's like, oh, they need to move on from Wilson. It's like, and then they do and they get excoriated for it. It's like, what do you want? What on earth do you, does, you know, the consensus media want here? It's it never can be right. And it's not just the Seahawks. I mean, a lot of teams get get hit like that but it does seem to happen with the seahawks a lot yeah and it's it's just really it's just really frustrating i mean it's so so bizarre the worst uh, thing to me we've talked about the worst thing to me that schneider and pete have done lately is not called in bobby wagner before they said true hey you know what you're not in our plans like that's not how you do that and he's at peace with it as he is said and has been written many times he won't be at peace with it when the Rams pull, play the Seahawks a couple times a season I'm sure right. but I don't he should have
0: called the entire podcast and said hey we're releasing Bobby Wagner because our fans in India would have loved that stuff <laughs> they, they especially because the next segment was about cricket or well, whatever
1: maybe Bobby, Bobby would have come on the show and said hey you know what I'm, I'm not down with that That's but true. he's also not going to do an Earl Thomas and flip off the sidelines <laughs>
0: So, no, no, yeah, yeah. That's not but, that, yeah, I agree. I agree. It was how they handled the situation. And they needed to release Bobby Wagner because of his contract. But you're exactly correct. It was because of the way they seemingly handled the situation.
1: It's almost as if everyone thought someone else was going to do it. And I imagine that's probably what happened.
0: Yeah, which is what they said in the. Brown's organization, and they finally traded Baker Mayfield to the Panthers, and they, and they traded him for a fifth-round pick and picked up what like five million dollars of his contract or something like that. I mean, it's
1: he might be a fourth. He might get a fourth depending on how well. He that's can. true. Yeah. Which is like, wow, that's fantastic. I said, it just, oh my god.
0: If you were John Schneider, would you have? Would you have? I said, oh, you know, I'll pay you one more, more one more million dollars in the Panthers. Get Baker May? Would you? Because you're giving up. It's it's a steal. You're not giving up anything. Would you have pulled that trade if you were John Schneider?
1: You know, here's the thing. Even if they'd gotten him for a million, as opposed to five or whatever the Panthers are paying, I I still don't like it because next year he's going to. If he plays well, he's going to be getting a lot of money, and then you're close to the position where you were before with Russ. You're devoting a big chunk of your cap. To your quarterback.
0: Which so is an even lesser quarterback.
1: Right, which is why Russ is gone. Had nothing to do with Russ, is the fact that, well, had something to do with Russ, but basically, same reason Bobby Wagner has gone. They can't afford, they realize it's like, this isn't working. We're devoting large percentage of the cap to two positions, and as important as the positions are, and as important as the players are, it's not helping the team, because it's a team sport. And you know, like you said, I mean, they've had the best quarterback in their franchise. They've had the best linebacker in their franchise history, and it's not been working the past few years. So they needed better parts all over the place. And and you know, what does it do for them? Maybe it gets them a couple extra wins this season. If that, so what's the difference? Yeah. Who cares if you go nine and eight instead of seven and ten? How, how is that? How does that improve? The outlook for the fans, and then you can't afford the guy to keep the guy anyway. Or if you do, now you're right back in the same spot. And what do you how, Where's the money to keep Metcalf? You know, it's just it makes no sense to do that with any play. And the fact that there actually was an article talking about that we should get Sam Darnold is like,
0: <laughs> hey, I've apologized to that several times. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I didn't actually write that. That would, that same, would be stupid.
1: Same salary situation,
0: much. Does, much, he really much. Make, does Darnold really make that much money? I had no idea. Made, yeah. Holy cow.
1: Yeah, because <clears throat> that's what was locked in. And 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 for a guy who's obviously much less accomplished. I'm not saying he's a worse quarterback, but on the field, nowhere near as good as Baker Mayfield's results. Not that Baker Mayfield has been great. Basically, he's been a pretty darn good quarterback, and they think a lot of the all the noise coming out of Cleveland is like, uh, you know, he wasn't liked in the locker room, and blah blah blah. It's like I'm gonna take any news coming out of the Cleveland organization oh, yeah. with like a five pound bag of salt, because <laughs> oh, yeah, they're doing everything they can to make themselves look better for the stupidity <laughs> signing a quarterback to a huge guaranteed contract who is under a. Rather heavy cloud of suspicion still is. Not working out a deal for the guy that they needed to move. Like they would have gotten a lot more for Mayfield than what they got. That's for sure. Yeah. They wouldn't have had to pick up what well, they wound up picking up, like eighty percent of his contract, seventy percent.
0: Uh, so, something like that. Yeah, it's about seventy percent, I think. Unbelievable. I think he waived he he waived what a couple million or something. It was kind of a weird thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just to get out. Which? What does that tell you?
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah you know, well, because like, he wasn't no, going back,
1: Yeah. I, I need to get out of this ridiculous situation. So yeah, I'll. You can just wipe out a couple million for my pay. I was <laughs> like, good god, who does that?
0: Yeah. And well, and the thing, another quarterback that we should mention here, Jimmy Garoppolo, it, his his contract's even bigger. Right. Um, Jesus. So, so I can't. I do that. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, I don't have anything against garoppolo or mayfield i mean garoppolo yeah. seems like a, a good dude to have around i mean you know how many other quarterbacks would have been in his position and been like whoa you're drafting who and how long i'm under contract for how much longer exactly. you know they would have created all kinds of issues and i don't even think mayfield created those kind of issues the browns created the issue there
1: yeah absolutely they did
0: but garoppolo garoppolo is <laughs> he's he's a decent quarterback his raw statistics are actually better than mayfield he just doesn't stay healthy yeah. But right. I still don't want him on the team because, first of all, you don't even know how he can how well he can throw coming off shoulder surgery this off season. Yeah, he's only and then, been, well, like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you just it takes time to come back from that. as his yeah. throwing shoulder surgery. So that's that's going to take some time. And then the contract is a big thing. Plus, I know it's there. You know, intra division trades are weird. They'd have to wait till he's released, because you're not going to pick up any part of his contract. Ooh. Why would you help out the 49? I do I'm not hating the 49ers, but why would you help out an intra division team? Oh yeah, yeah, we'll help you with that contract. Save you some sure. money. Sure makes sense, no. Yeah. Um. But and then the other option is, or the other aspect of that is that the Seahawks have had some really good success against the 49ers over the last several years. That's one yeah. of the teams they actually beat. So yeah. why would you bring in the quarterback from the team and the team's like, well, we know how to beat this guy because he was our quarterback. It's, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And I, I just why bring him in on a one year deal? Is he better than Drew Locke and Geno Smith? Probably. But like you said, it goes back to the two wins. Is it really that is that important?
1: Yeah. Yeah, if he improves your team a little bit, great. And he, there's no way he improves the team by like five or six wins. Very few quarterbacks could do that. And, and
0: Wouldn't again, it be funny if they brought him in and he did, though? And he's like, <laughs> you all. I told you I was good.
1: Yep. Seahawks, 15-2. and It <laughs> still sounds so weird, 17 games. But, and, and again, it's like, yeah, the team should be better overall outside of those two positions that we lost, right? But you're still talking about all these expectations of bringing in Baker Mayfield. That was the big thing. And he's going to make the team better when you lost Russell Wilson. Like, is he better than Russell Wilson? Don't yeah. think so. So, where where do these bizarre expectations come from? That oh, he's the answer. It's like, even if he was, like you just said, same thing with Grappolo for a year. Then what do you do?
0: Right. And and that's and, the thing and, we're and talking if he about,
1: right? Significantly improve the team. Then what was the point?
0: Yeah, and it, that's it, that's the point no of it. To, is that It's not like they're bringing some guy in to replace Russell Wilson long term. It's just to replace him right. this year. It doesn't make any sense. If you had a young quarterback and you're thinking, well, this guy's actually going to replace long uh, long term Russell Wilson seven or eight right. years maybe, then it's different. But it just like you said, with the one-year deal, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: Zero sense. I mean, it's... In-
0: yep. You still there? Did you fade off? Sounds like you faded off. So I guess this is Dude. a. Oh, Dude. you're back. Okay. I, was, okay. I was about to do on a monologue about uh, <laughs> the Holocaust anyway. or something.
1: G- Gardner Minshew. I'm not sure if it was Carson, but you know, one of the many talented writers, which is basically everyone except you and me, on 12 Men Rising, wrote about making a case for Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. I can. Was Michael
0: Thompson? Michael Thompson. Point.
1: Michael. Okay. Thank you, Michael. Not with a Y. Um, you know, it's just. And, you know, they're saying that it's not very likely because he's too valuable because of the situation with the Eagles, which I get. Right. But that kind of deal makes a lot more sense, because, frankly, I think he has as much chance of succeeding as Garoppolo or Mayfield. You know, I really think he does. And you don't have the problem with the contract that you do with those guys. Right. You, You know, you wouldn't it wouldn't escalate at the level that it would for them. Overall, I think the Seahawks are doing exactly the right thing. It's like, let's see what we got with Geno Locke or Drew Smith, whoever. (laughs) And you got two first-round backs next year. And there's a ton of good quarterbacks. You know you're going to come out with one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. There's no way you can't come out. And if it turns out that Drew Locke is the answer, right, because – I don't think Geno There's Smith There's every
0: opportunity this. it could be.
1: It could be, right? And if he is and they win 10 games and they're they don't draft as highly as they thought they were going to, how is that a problem? Right. It isn't. You know, <laughs> this
0: like is they a could su- they, su- they could succeed this year. Sorry to jump in, but they could yeah. succeed this year and still pick as highly if the Broncos aren't as good. And they could <sighs> the Broncos <sighs> are in true. the AFC West. Who knows what's going to happen there?
1: <clears throat> yep. So, I mean, there's – yeah, for this year, as far as their record goes, yeah, they could have a bad record. They may only win five games. I don't think they're going to be nearly that bad, but they could. But for the terms of the future of the franchise, which somehow seems to have been forgotten, they're in a great position by not dumping a chunk of money on a position that they'd have to replace next year anyway. Exactly. Makes no freaking sense.
0: And before we – before we transition away from the Seahawks real fast, I do want to throw this in, and again, this is not to disparage uh Russell Wilson at all. Best quarterback no. in franchise history.
1: Absolutely, Hall of Famer, guaranteed. I mean, yeah. if he's, if he,
0: if he quit right now, he he'd be a Hall of
1: Famer. Yeah, let's say if he decides to retire, nothing happens. He just says, you know what, I'm going to be a dad. This is more fun. Yeah. Hall of Famer, absolutely.
0: Yep. Absolutely. But, um but Pro Football Focus has a. Uh, uh, they have graded the top red zone targets of 2021 and DK Metcalf is number one target. he was targeted 20 times, which seems low. Um, I believe what they're saying. It just seems like they targeted him too low. And it wasn't like Tyler Lockett was getting a whole bunch of targets. He got seven last year, believe it or not. So, um, it's 27 red zone targets (laughs) among Lockett and Metcalf that could possibly tell you the issue, but I, I know people are, they might see that headline. They might think, oh, it's because Russell Wilson missed three games. As it turns out, I was doing a little bit of research because I wrote an article about it. Uh, it's coming out tomorrow whatever. But uh, Geno Smith played three full games in one quarter, basically, right? One full right. quarter against the Rams. He threw, in those three games and one quarter, through four touchdown passes to DK Metcalf. <laughs> the rest of the season with Russell Wilson and, and, and Metcalf had 10 touchdown catches last year right. that means russell wilson's threw six of them exactly. so if anything metcalf was more productive with geno smith than he yeah. was with russell wilson's which
1: yeah. is on the scoreboard yeah. uh, you know that again and, and and you know we've talked about it everyone has talked about that you know metcalf didn't go to the mandatory workout but who is metcalf working not with on his yeah. own i saw that you know you yeah. know it's like Because he wants to develop that. He wants to make sure that they're in sync. And Geno Smith wants to, too. I mean, at this point, it's really obvious who the more important player is right now. Obviously,
0: it's Rashad Penny. Oh,
1: (laughs) Rashad Penny might be the more important.
0: Uh, To correct that, sorry, Metcalf had 12 receiving touchdowns. So so four of them in a lot lesser time were to Geno and eight were to (laughs) Russell. But four of those came in the last three games and two, he caught three against the lions in week 17, all of them red zone targets, just FYI. And then one the previous week. So he was underused last year. And Wilson, as we've mentioned again, not disparaging Russell Wilson, but he had issues throwing over the middle last year for whatever reason. So with a taller quarterback, maybe, I don't know, or a quarterback that's just not so, so set in his ways like Russell Wilson is, maybe they do use the field a little bit more and maybe Noah Fant has a huge season or Will Disley actually gets more catches this season and he can catch everything that's thrown his way. We'll see. Maybe the team is god-awful. Or maybe they win 9 or 10 games. That wouldn't surprise me. Either way, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: I'd be more surprised if they're god-awful, frankly. Um,
0: <clears throat> but right. Yeah, compared it's, to the two, I would really be more surprised. Tell, Correct.
1: It's really hard to tell which way it's going to go. But again, it's it's one season. <laughs> it's it's not the entire history future history of the franchise. It's like we're talking about what happens in one season. And you know, the fact that people want to talk about, oh well they've they've ruined it. They've ruined everything It's like dude <laughs> y'all you know happy what they, this year's draft. What do you think next year's draft potentially exactly. could be like?
0: You know what they need to not ruin it? Screaming goats.
1: Yeah, screaming so.
0: goats. So Thor, you saw, awesome. you saw it. Um,
1: I, saw Thor. I saw Thor Love and Thunder, which personally, you know, originally originally I was saying it should be called Thor, not Ragnarok, because that kind of how it fits in. But really it should just be called Thor the Screaming Goats. <laughs> the Screaming Goats are just awesome.
0: They are. I, I thought the movie was, and we've texted about Thor, I said this in a text, the movie was, it's entertaining, it's worth seeing at the theater, but yeah. it, it doesn't really stick with you um no. it's not a road it's not like ragnarok same director by the way so it's not not a direction issue it's yeah, just is the not. story it's just it's just more fluffy i guess screaming goats for instance
1: yeah and i, and I don't know what the situation was with thor ragnarok but taika watiti who's an awesome director writer etc., yeah, fantastic et cetera, yeah <coughs> uh said that the initial cut of thor love and thunder was four hours not that he expected it to be a four-hour film just that's that's what they filmed and I, like i said i don't know what the initial that was on ragnarok i wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't about the same but when you have that much extra i just wonder you know and some of it is the fact like russell crowe they filmed his all of his scenes with him doing a greek dialect and a british dialect because and T D said, "It's like, oh, this is kind of standard for the way the Greek gods are presented in film. They all have British accents, which is hilarious, but that's just how it's done." <laughs> and Crow was saying, "Is like uh, Greek god, Greek accent." And then T D said, "Is like, yeah, dude, you were right." So they went with a Greek accent, which is kind of irritating. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah. Just his,
1: his accent to me just seemed not like he was attempting to sound like he was Greek, but like he was doing a greek accent which is very different and maybe that was the intentional choice but to me it was almost like well it is kind of a comedy but i mean still yeah it's it's really uneven i mean thor ragnarok has comedy and action and pathos and all the rest of it and this does too but it's in such weird chunks Mm -hmm. it really is just there are moments uh, the whole thing with, with Zeus and the pantheon of, of the gods and, and, you know, Zeus twirling around the lightning bolt like, like he's doing a baton. <laughs> like, it was funny, but at the same time, it's like, I think they, that part should have been played straight. I think it would have been much better if they just, and it was, considering what happened, no spoilers mm-hmm. there, but what happened later in that scene it just was kind of silly to start it off like that. It is just and it just the whole thing goes back and forth like that. It's so so odd. And of course there's a mid credit scene, spoiler alert, where Mm -hmm. a new important character in the Marvel universe is introduced. Like to me, that should have been the antagonist in this film. Would have made much more sense and then play into Gord the God Butcher and used him in the second film. Just would have played out much better. So but, you know, that's just me. Definitely yeah. just because m- millions of people say, hey, man, this movie kicks ass. It's a great film, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It's a fun movie. But like you said, there's nothing really there that just kind of stays with you.
0: It's yeah. absolutely a popcorn movie. Which is I fun. thought Goy the God Butcher being played by John Schneider was a little bit of a stretch. I,
1: <laughs> I did like the fact that John Schneider said, uh, yeah, I'm not going to work out for this movie. Because look at Chris Hemsworth is like, what would be the point? It's <laughs> really really funny. And of course, it's really Christian Bale. But it's like, yeah, and we are talking about a guy who routinely transforms his body as if it's just like slapping on some silly putty. He's like, oh, you need me to put on 30 pounds of muscle? Sure. You mean you need to waste away till I'm 127 pounds? Sure. It's like, dude, you're going to kill yourself doing that. But maybe he's finally gotten to the point where, you know what? That's uh, not worth it, and especially when you're looking at someone like Chris Hemsworth. Because, good lord.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you um? Did did you see the part about uh? uh you know, Natalie Natalie Portman's in it. Uh, yes. alert. Um, but the scene. Like, <laughs> I guess they if they filmed uh the that scene where they're scenes where they're kissing all in one day, all in one morning, yes. I think. And did you see the thing about like he he um yeah. she she's a vegan and he he uh, eats nine. It's funny because I was listening to a radio show, talking a national radio show, talking about, oh, why does he eat so much meat? I mean, that's not healthy. I'm like, okay, first of all, it's, that's intentional because that's how he's getting his protein. Yes. Um. But um. But uh, they were, they were talking about how much meat he eats, and it was like, uh, but anyway, he the the point is, he didn't that morning before the the scenes were filmed with them kissing. Um. Eat any meat, and he did that out of out of respect right. to Natalie Portman, and she said, "Yeah, that's a nice guy." Yeah,
1: very very oh. cool. Yep. I like the fact too that uh, his Chris Hemsworth's wife, he as he's getting super jacked for this role, she goes, "Yeah, I don't really care for it that much."
0: Like, oh. <laughs> she's pretty. She's pretty. She. I mean, she's into a, a healthy lifestyle herself. But, so yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like, that is funny.
1: And then Hemsworth is saying, was saying himself, he said, "You know, like." Virtually every guy is like, Yeah, man, I wish I looked like that. I wish I had the dedication. He said, "On almost all the women, like in his family and friends, is like, Yeah, you're overdoing it. <laughs> it's like, yeah.
0: freaking hilarious. You're no Liam. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you look okay. But you know what? The brother that nobody really knows, he's the hot one. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. We watched uh, <laughs> Spiderhead after, not oh, the same you? night, but yeah. Have you seen yeah.
1: that? Yes, I have. what do you think? I enjoyed it. It's it's definitely a different kind of role, but I'm yeah. really glad to see him playing very unlike Thor film movies mm-hmm. roles, which is, you know, there's some humor to it, but but not much. But he's definitely not playing that same kind of larger than life character or anything. It's, it's a more thoughtful piece, yeah. not that it's really particularly deep, but it was good. It was enjoyable. I, I really thought Miles Teller was really good in
0: that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just I I thought the movie was a little bit like it was just so hit and miss. Yeah, but I I don't know.
1: Overall, I liked it, but I can see why it was on Netflix instead of at the theaters. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, for sure. But we're we are going to see um, by we I mean, John Schneider and myself are going to see uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Today.
1: Uh, hopefully it's it's fun i'm sure it's going to wind up like virtually every jurassic park movie since the first one
0: strictly (laughs) which i haven't seen the last two uh to be honest so
1: have you really not seen the last two no just
0: because i kind of lost like okay i mean i can see why
1: i'm just it's just funny you're seeing this one when you haven't seen the other and you know what probably don't have to
0: Right. Fine. That's because John really wants to see the film. He was like, Lee, well, we we're going to, I mean, <laughs> we got training camp and coming up in, in 10 days. We got to see it now. I was like, oh, all right, fine. But Maybe as long so as Pete doesn't come, because Pete talks through the whole film.
1: Yeah. I hate it when Pete does that. <laughs> so annoying. He's
0: just munching on his gum, talking the whole time. He's, come on.
1: <laughs> I imagine, can you imagine? He probably does do that because he's analyzing it.
0: That's right. <laughs> it's
1: like Velociraptor came in low, came in low.
0: That's right. It's like, <laughs> that's right. It's like, why can that T Rex not blitz more? He's got the size. Me. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I knew we should have had Ken Norton Jr. not be in charge of these dinosaurs the last few years. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we're going to going to see that. So we'll, nice. we'll see how it goes.
1: I uh, I have not. I don't know what I'm gonna see. Actually, I saw the last thing I've seen that I really enjoyed really was well, Top Gun Maverick, which was like. As you said, it was shockingly, I saw that and Thor, the Screaming Goats, the same day.
0: And top the Maverick <laughs> top Gun Maverick, the Screaming Goats. Yeah.
1: <laughs> top, top Gun, the Screaming Goats. They're going to they're gonna do a crossover. That was by far the better movie. I was sh- shocked.
0: Yeah, it was, that's it was really, really good, good. And it gets better as the film goes on, I thought. It does, just
1: as you had said. Indeed. You know, Top Gun Maverick, not the film I expected to get some emotional depth from, but totally.
0: There you go. Yep, good. yep. Because the thing again, we're done talking about the Seahawks. So if you want to hear that, you can tune out now. We're almost done anyway. But the thing I, I liked <laughs> about the Top Gun Maverick is, is they didn't they treated uh, Tom Cruise's character, whose name is Maverick, um, as an adult the yes. whole time. They didn't try to be like, okay, he was like this in the first film. He was treated as an adult, and that's how he acted. And I thought I thought that yeah. was one of the key things in the film they got right. Is Absolutely. because they didn't try to be stupid with it.
1: Yeah, he was holding himself accountable as most adults would at that point. I mean, if at that point, if he wasn't, he wouldn't have been in the Navy anymore.
0: You can you know believe he I mean? he's 60 years yeah. old. Tom Cruise is 60 years old. No, he isn't. Yeah, no, he's 60 no, years no. old. Didn't, no, he he, didn't he just turn 60?
1: Did he just turn 60? I thought he was 59 in eight months.
0: He no. <laughs> turned 60 on July 3rd. What an ass. Why would he do that? Sick. That's that's <laughs> DK Metcalf esque.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah, Top Gun. I mean, yeah, it's a great film, but it also still has all the fun barrel rolls and actually, I think the dogfight action is better in this than than the first movie, honestly.
0: And the fact that they were flying the planes a lot of times too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I interesting to me was that they never identified the enemy. Very smart.
0: For yeah, foreign, I thought that too. Foreign
1: markets. Like I like, told a friend, he's like, well, clearly it's not the Netherlands because their target is in mountains. But it yeah. pretty much could be yeah. anywhere. So
0: that and it doesn't date the film. So you're watching it in 20 years. Yes. You know, it's not like, oh, I remember it's like 1984. I remember when East Asia was our enemy. Oh, no, they were never <laughs> our enemy. It's, uh they were always different. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be because who knows what's going to happen in 20 years. You know, oh, Lord, Mitch thanks. McConnell was president and uh, <sighs> we're all living in in Canada. So, yes. um, anyway, did you time. say something about cannabis? I believe yes. that's legal Every legal in Canada. Canada.
1: Cannabis Canada.
0: Canada Every Canada. last ounce of cannabis. <laughs> Indeed. That's well, it. That, that's our show. Um, I think we'll be back next week if they allow us to. And uh, next week when we're on will be the 23rd, 4th, 2nd of whatever month you're listening to. Yes. And then... Just a few days. Some some teams will already have started training camp, but the Seahawks start on the 26th of July movement, so we'll just almost there. Almost to unbelievably speaking uh, sounding uh, football season, preseason training camp and all that jazz. So let's hope in the next week or so nothing really bad happens. Um, yes. And if there's any news to be made, it'll probably be bad news. So let's, let's hope DK shows up on the 26th and, we go from there. Indeed. So anyways. Yep. 12 thmanrisingcom That's where you can read Todd's stuff and make fun of mine. So thanks for listening. Good night and good luck. Why are you the worst? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.